good. <laughs> Girl, this intro. Anyway, good afternoon, good evening, good day, good whatever it is to anyone that's listening to this. Good day to you, girl. Good day to you. How are you doing today? Did you drink some water today? Oh, you didn't? Oh, you're doing it now. Okay, that's great. Did you get some sleep last night? Okay, that's better than usual. Well, that's good. How are you doing? You're doing all right? Me too. I'm going through the same thing, girl. I totally understand it. Um, We're here for each other. That's all I want you to know. And I want you to know that I love you. So let's get into this thing. Let's get this thing rolling. And welcome to the amazing podcast, otherwise known as Thomas Birth the World. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. So for today's episode, I wanted to just air everything out that's been going through my mind. Recently, I've kind of been down in the dumps, you know, just going through that seasonal type of depression and just like getting through the emotions. You know, that's what I've been, that's my MO right now. Is that the right thing to say? I don't know. But that's my MO right now. That's what I'm going through right now. And that's what I know a lot of people are going through right now. But with me, it's kind of been tough. And I just wanted to use this today's episode to talk about the things that have been irritating me because I'm kind of agitated. To, to be 100, 100, the, the truth, to keep it a buck, <laughs> I'm agitated by society, by myself, of course. I mean, yourself gets you annoyed, but that's obvious. Um, who else am I agitated by? Lady Gaga. It's like, no. <laughs> I love you, Lady Gaga. Um, I don't. I really don't, but you're cool. Um, but yeah, I've just been agitated by a plethora of things, if you will. Um, let's just hop into the first thing that's mainly been irritating me is the sense of, not really the sense, but the current, I'm, I'm going to call it a new age social media masculinity. So all of her like TikTok and all of these, all of these applications into social media platforms, especially TikTok, I've just noticed like an influx of what I would like to say is performative femininity. I, I, I have this issue with these heterosexual, cisgendered men, especially white men, doing these presumably feminine things, right? And it's just this appraisal for it all over social media, right? And my true issue is with it is just where is the accolades for 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 LGBT LGBTQ plus people that have been doing this for centuries and years? Not really centuries, but I don't know centuries, but but ha- but have been doing this. Where is the accolades for that? You guys. You guys will praise these white men and these straight people for 
quote unquote breaking the normative of what masculinity is, but constantly just ignore or bash these LGBTQ plus people that are doing it on a daily basis. This is their life. But when straight men put it on for a costume or put it on as to to appease whoever, it's appraisal. It's oh my God, you're breaking toxic masculinity. You're you're changing the narrative. What what the fuck? <laughs> like, where is where you guys aren't giving credit where it's due. You guys will say that you're an ally. You guys will you guys will talk about toxic masculinity and how toxic toxic it is to our society. But what a lot of these heterosexual white guys are doing is what I what I think that they've been doing is that they've just taken heed to what we see as toxic as within masculinity and the appraisal for people like Harry Styles, for example. Ugh, that's another story. Ugh, I don't like it. <laughs> oh my God. It angers me. It angers me to actually think that there are so many just, like, white kids and just, like... What, what angers me is just how he is... How he is called this king of just breaking the normative of masculinity... When there are literally people that have been doing this, and he's not even doing it in a good way. He looks crazy. He don't look good, girl. You, you're lying to your fave. Yes, that's your fave. Yes, you love him. Yes, you want to do things to him. But, girl, keep it honest. Keep it a buck with yourself. Keep it a buck with him. He looks crazy, girl. And you know this. You know this. It's clear as daylight, girl. Crystal clear. Crystal. And you just let them walk around looking crazy. That's that's on you, babe. <laughs> that's on you. You're lying to your fave just because that they threw on some long plaid skirt and a blouse with it and said that it was cute. You don't have to be lying to these girls just because they have some high fashion on. Not all high fashion looks good. Harry Styles looks crazy. He looks crazy. He looks deluded. Ugh. But back to what I was saying. This performative femininity is mainly derived because a lot of these heterosexual cis men are seeing that women are talking about uh, toxic masculinity and disagreeing with it. And they're talking about how they wish boys would express their femininity or express these energies. And I'm not saying don't express your femininity or these energies, but don't do it in a way that it's only to capitalize off of, of hey, LOLs in your comments. Like, a lot of these boys aren't really with the shit. They're not going to go about this in their day-to-day lives. They're not going to actually be upfront about it. They're just going to put it on for a 15-second um, video. They're not really with the shit. To be honest, 
to keep it back. They're not going to actually talk about these issues. They're not actually going to be there when the time is needed to talk about these issues. They're not. They're going to get on TikTok. They're going to upload a 15-second video with that maid outfit on. And then it's just an, a stream of likes, comments, because they know that they're getting your attention. Just food for thought, but that's what has been irritating me and it's going to continue to irritate me because you guys are continually letting this happen. You guys are continually praising these men that are doing the bare minimum that people who get hate crime for do it every day. But there's there's no applaud for them. It's only in June for that entire month. Right? Right. But that's my issue. With that, I really wish it would stop. <laughs> I um yeah, I really wish it would stop. Because it's fucking annoying. It's literally fucking annoying. Just to see like and <laughs> The thing is, is like these guys who just go by these Goodwill ass skirts, no shade to Goodwill because I love Goodwill, but these Goodwill hand-me-down, Grammy-ass down skirts that don't even look good and then they'll just throw it on with the fucking Star Wars t-shirt. Like, girl, like (laughs) they're not even actually putting outfits together. They're just looking crazy. And yes, they'll say, some confidence feel, but girl... We know you're doing it for the clicks. We know you're doing it for the interactions. We know you're doing it for the engagements. We know you're doing it for the FYP. (laughs) But that's my issue. They look crazy. They're not really going to be down with the cause when it's actually time for them to be down. They're going to sit there looking stupid with their black nail polish on, their chipped black nail polish on, And then be wondering why I'm not going to ever advocate for them. I'm not going to appraise or applaud them for doing the bare fucking minimum. Next topic. Uh, So, school. Let's let's talk about school. (sighs) You got me messed up. I am officially done with a quarter, which is crazy, which is literally crazy. I'm done with a quarter of my school year. I have great grades. My grades aren't bad. But one teacher, one teacher has me in more appropriate words messed up um and it's my visual arts teacher okay i've been going through some things we've all go through some things it's 2020 it's quarantine it's everything is just impacting me all at once right and i i just haven't had the energy to fully like think out a piece of work or um, an art an art piece. I just haven't had the time to just fully think one through 
and just execute it to the way I want it to be. So for my October project, I sent in um, an old an old piece that nobody else knows is old. It could have been new to her. There's no there's no rubric. There's no criteria. Just send in your art piece. All right. I send it in. Mind you, I worked really hard on this. I love this piece. Um, it's not really, um, it's not really an idea to the piece, but it's mainly portraits of people that I, that that I've drawn, and it's just a group of portraits, right? I worked hard. I worked hard on it. I love it. I'm very proud of it. This half gonna give me a C. A C. A C. My heart dropped, or it still dropped, because why? What did I do? There was no criteria. There was no sort of rubric with it. It was just send in your piece. I didn't get it peer reviewed, if that's what she wanted me to do, but I don't need my piece. I'm sorry, I just don't need it reviewed. I mean, it's done. How am I supposed to? How am I supposed to redo that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How am I supposed to redo a done piece? Well, I mean, you can redo it. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. So she gives me the fucking C. And I'm just stuck there with the stuck face. And I'm like, did she really just give me a C? Because I, I log on. I check my source. I see the C there. And I'm like, hmm... Is it giving drawn out long email bashing her? Or is it just is it just giving a rant on the podcast? So I decided just to talk to her one-on-one. Um, she said that she's gonna update my grade. So we're gonna see about that. I better have at least above a B plus. I I can get with an A minus. I can get it with B plus. But anything lower than that, my talent, my art, it's not giving C. And I know my credentials grow. So I talked to her. She's going to update my grade. And we're just going to have to pray for it. But is there anything else with school? But yeah, school is just annoying. I feel like it was unnecessary this year. It's, It's way too much work. I, I mean, if they want me to go into depression, this is what they're doing. They're doing it very well. If they wanted me to constantly fear failing the 11th grade, which I'm not, thank the Lord. But if they wanted me to do that, this is they're doing it correct. They're doing it well, and they're doing their job with all this goddamn work. I should not have this much work. Do you not understand? Do you not understand we are in a global pandemic in the middle of racial unrest? What what, what do you expect me, a young black man in America, to be worried about a character reflection chart? Do you expect me to want to log in to Schoolology 
open up, <laughs> open up all of my courses and see an assignment a day. An extended assignment a day. Is that what you want? Is, is that what you want? Do you want me, a young black man, who is already at a disadvantage in the world, to even go into a more disadvantage with my own self and constantly think I'm not good enough, I'm not putting in the work enough? Because I don't think a lot of these teachers understand how much these assignments affect me. Getting an assignment every fucking day. I'm not saying I can't do the work. I'm doing the work. I put in the work. But 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 this sort of labor. At this point, I think that a lot of these teachers should be fined for putting out this much work. I shouldn't have this much work. Period. Point blank. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have to constantly think, damn, I have a fucking missing assignment. Damn, I have an assignment due tomorrow. I should be able to live. I should be able to... Oh, back to that art teacher. Back to that art teacher. My problem with... (laughs) My God. My problem with her is that I I just don't understand... How, how can how can you, an artist, invalidate, not invalidate, but basically tell a student, your work is not good enough. I need you to do it better. How are you supposed to tell a student, an artist within itself, an upcoming artist or whatever you want to do, a student in an art class, that their work is not good enough and that you need to redo it? How does that work? How do you expect me to take that? And no, I'm not a sensitive cookie. I have I have thick skin. I can I can dish it out. <laughs> I can dish it out real good. But how how are you a teacher supposed to basically insinuate that someone's work isn't good, it's not valid, and that they have to redo it because it's not up to your criteria of what you think art should be? Everyone has different art styles, everyone has different things. When you literally put out there, there was no criteria for this. There was no rubric. Did you... What did you want? There was no prompt. What, 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 what did you want? What did you want? <sighs> but school is a mess. At this point... I'm done. I'm at the point where I've decided that my mental health just comes first. If that means I can't go to a class today because I'm just mentally not there, I can't mentally take it, I'm not going. I'm sorry. I, I just mentally cannot do it. I'm pressured with everything that's going on in society. I'm pressured that this is my 11th grade year, that I have SATs, ACTs this year. Or I, or do I have it? I, but I know I do have SATs. 
but just that this is my 11th grade year. The this your hardest year of high school, the most pressure that you have on you, where everything matters, and then that this is just it's cutting down to the the it's crunch time, and yes, I know it's crunch time. I'm already in crunch mode. I mean, check the abs, babe. <laughs> but um, but I mean, it, it's hard because I, I'm drifting. I'm about to drift into a different topic, but it's it's hard just being expected to have everything down by when you're 18. And 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 yes, I know it's like it's also a social media thing because I, I want to talk about just being expected to be perfect in the, in today's society because we're expected to have everything down with all these with all these up and coming influencers or influencers who are like early 20s, late teens, 19, whatever it may be, but we see these i these ideal people that have the riches, that have their own apartments, that are at these colleges that they've want to, that they've worked for. And it's just like expected as soon as you hit 18, you're just not a child anymore. You don't, you don't know, or I mean, you're just not a child anymore and that you're expected to have everything laid out for you. Or not, not for you, but by yourself. You're supposed to know what your job plan is, what your career plan is, where you want to go to school, um, how much money that's going to cost. You're supposed to have your own apartment, your first car, whatever it may be, but you're expected to have all of these things and it's just weighing down on me. I'm 16 right now. I turn 17 next year. But it's just, that that's really my getter right now. I know where I want to go. I know what I want to do in life. But it's really just the pressures of just like, I feel like I'm not going to be good enough. I feel like I'm not going to be... I'm not going to match up to these other people that are doing, I guess, quote unquote, better than me visually, aesthetically. And that throws me for a loop. If you, I, I hope you understand what I'm saying, but that's what throws me for a loop. And that's what puts me kind of in this sort of, introspection mode all the time and this sort of questioning everything I do and overthinking and trying to fit my way into things, you know? (sighs) It's stressful. This really is. I knew, I knew this was going to be the year. My freshman year, it was chill. My freshman year was real chill. Sophomore year... It was, my sophomore year was going great. I was actually, like, starting to open up to people. I was actually, like, I was actually, like, not trying to find my way to fit in, but just letting people fit in around me, you know? And I was actually starting to open up to people, and then 2020 happened. COVID happened. I mean, wow. And then... 
I was having, hmm, at the beginning of the year, um, I, okay, okay. I just bleached my hair. I just bleached my hair in, I think it was the 16th of February. Yeah, because it was like the Friday after. Uh, or not the Friday after, but it was like a couple of days after Friday, which was Valentine's Day. And I, I bleached my hair. Um, I came back to school. I think it was for about three weeks. Three weeks tops. We get, we get, I think it was, <laughs> I think we were gone for like two weeks. That's what they were saying. We were gone for two weeks. We were supposed to be back. So extra spring break. And then the two weeks gets pushed back again. And again. And then it's summertime. <laughs> so now I'm just looking stupid. Like, okay. Well, I just had to see these people junior year. I'll see them on September 4th. I'll see them then. <laughs> and I had a pretty chill summer. Got my job. Uh, hung out with friends here and there. But, um... And then I thought I was going to go into the school year seeing people on a day-to-day basis, at least on, like, a hybrid scale. So, like, at least, like, my core classes may be in person and then my electives just at home. But no. It's full online. So I'm stuck in the house with just this... with, With just this boredom. I've let just my 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 social media my social meter is just like depleted. I haven't talked to anyone in months. I haven't had person on person conversation. I just miss people. And I think personally what it is for me, I don't like thrive off of other people's energies, but I think when I'm around people and I see people on a day-to-day basis, I I feel more alive. I feel more like I'm in the now to where instead I'm at home every day for school and this every day is starting to feel like the same thing over and over again. And because I I didn't really, I know personally I just started to have to get, I just started, I started to, girl, I cannot speak. But personally I just had to start getting dressed every day recently because Girl, I was in pajamas every day. I was in my bed every day. And I think that's what honestly, it added to this sense of kind of depression or sort of just like down in the dumpsness. Um, but I think because it was mainly, I felt like I was just living in a routine of wake up school, nap, school, um, sometimes go to work, come back home and sleep. And it was, it, it was starting to weigh on me because it's just like, I feel like I'm living in this loop of boredom, this loop of, I just feel like I'm not doing anything with my life. And that started, que- that started to make me question, what am I really going to do with my life? And that started to make me, it caused all this overthinking with me to where I feel like maybe is this the right thing? Do I want to go to college? Should I go to college? Do I want to do this in my career? 
do I do I just stop wanting to act and actually go into an actual career? I'm not saying that acting is not a career, which it is, but um, just this overthinking, which really caused me to get down in the dumps. Um, yeah, I'm still kind of there. I mean, we work. We work through it. We work on a day-to-day basis trying to take one day at a time and put the next foot forward into the next day, you know? Um, I still have my if ands, and buts about everything. <laughs> I still cry here and there. I haven't had a good cry in a while. The last time I cried was... Mm, it was exactly a month ago. I cried exactly a month ago in a moving vehicle. <laughs> um, um, and honestly, I don't think... I know crying is always going to have a negative connotation with, connotation with it. But I felt like it was a good release. I haven't had like a, a thorough good cry. Because with all these pent-up emotions of just everything with all of 2020 and everything on top of it it's just I, I haven't had a good cry, a cry since then and then I just came to a lot of realizations like personal realizations of who I am and what I have to work on and who I surround myself with and who I need to surround myself with more and um, just things I mainly need to work on as a human being um, but yeah I'm I had a good cry. That was a really good cry. It was sad while I was crying, but it was a great cry. Um, yeah, it was a learning lesson, which with each cry is a learning lesson. Quote me on that in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next subject, I wanted to talk about... Um, hmm, I have a few more topics I want to talk about. I guess we can talk about the election. I mean, we're always going to talk about that. <laughs> We're always going to talk about that. Um, the election, election, election. Oh, so Biden won. Biden won. That was clear. That was clear as day. Um, he did throw me for a loop for a second. I thought Donald J. Trump was going to win for a second, but he didn't. Biden won by a landslide. I think it's like 306, 306 or 308, one of those numbers. And then he's still, Trump is at like, 237, I think. 237, I think that's the number. But um, I'm glad he won. He's still not going to be the best person in office. It was literally like the better of two evils or the lesser of two evils, I guess. But I'm glad that he won. Um, Yeah, that got on my nerves, though. It was so drawn out and long. And that was aching me. That was irking my nerves on a day-to-day basis, thinking that Trump was going to win. And I was just like, I was really going to lie. And, you know, that type stuff. <laughs> but yeah, that's my quick thoughts on the election. <laughs> that's my very quick and abrupt thoughts on the election. Um, I have two more topics. And I want to talk about Gen Z. <sighs> I, Jen, Generation Z, my fellow classmates, my peers, you guys. You guys are a fucking mess. You guys are a hot 
flaming mess. And I love that. But you guys need to get it under control. You guys seriously need to get it under control. From the picking of choosing of when to be sensitive, the 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 wanting of a worldwide revolution. You sound dumb, baby. Baby, you sound dumb. <laughs> Why would you want a worldwide revolution? Does, does that sound good? Does that sound smart? I mean, I'm all for a good protesting, but you guys are starting to make this turn into the Hunger Games. That's how you guys want it to sound. You guys want to sound like some Hunger Games survivors, some divergent storyline fan fiction, girl. And just life isn't like that. Life is not like that. I don't I don't think you're we're going to get anywhere if we were to decide that. You guys have this ha- have this crave for oppression. <laughs> I'm like you guys want to be so different and so abstract and 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 so rebellious to the new natures of the world. And 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 it's just like no. You don't, we, we don't need to start an entire rebellion. Just protest, say that racism is stupid, and actually stand by it, and um, be smart. Because, baby, I just don't think a revolution is going to get us anywhere. Think to yourself, you have, I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Where do you think a revolution would get us? Starting now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Did you come to the same conclusion as me? Because you probably did. And you probably said, oh yeah, that is a stupid ass idea. Ugh. But... You you guys sound stupid on social media. You guys have this want to feel oppressed and go through some sort of world-changing event that isn't going to be good for any of us. It's going to be traumatic. It's going to be very traumatic. And a lot of these people, a lot of these people are white suburban kids. And it's like, you guys have never experienced oppression. You guys want to talk about how... You, you guys you guys want to talk about how... Okay, hold on. You guys want to have these conversations and post these videos on TikTok about, oh, I'm looking back into history and I'm looking back into history and these are people from... Gen Z, and they've survived, blah, 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 blah. What have you survived, baby? Baby, what have you survived? (laughs) What have you survived? A lot of what these white TikTok creators, especially my age, that are all about the Gen Z bullshit, what they do is try to capitalize and pickpocket off of black and 
black and people of color traumas and what we truly go through. The the closest thing that you'll probably find to oppression that these white kids go through, these suburban white kids, is homophobia. Not to like say that it's it doesn't matter, but it personally would never equate to what black and people of color who are a part of the LGBTQ plus L- girl who are part of the LGBTQ plus go through. It'll never amount to that. And they, not to say that they put it on, they make it their entire personality, but they try to equate it to all of these other traumas that we go through and make it seem as if, make it seem as if they are one is better or the other. Because I, I remember I saw this video on TikTok, I was scrolling, and I was just like, little white girl, and um, she was she had her pride flag, and she had her, her tassels and whatnot. And she was saying, I think the, cap- the caption said, the caption was in bold saying, <laughs> like, what the fuck? It was it was saying it was saying I'm okay. <laughs> oh my god. It was saying if you think that the Black Lives Matter protests were a lot, just wait till we have our protest. I never wanted to um, assault. <laughs> I never wanted to kick someone so hard. <laughs> what was what was the reasoning? What was the reason? Why? W H Y. It's it's like the these people choose to hop on apps, upload fifteen second videos of them choosing to say stupid shit. And at this point, I just have to laugh about it because I I, I can't take any of you serious. Any of you serious. I take myself as a joke. Because at, at this point, it's 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 laughable what you guys are saying on on social media. I really, honestly wish social media did not exist, and if it did, and if it did, I wish that. I wish that it had limits. I wish that it had limits. I really did. I really did. Do, actually, I mean. But, yeah, you niggas are fucking stupid. Stop trying to want after this random pipe dream of <laughs> of this princess warrior queen who rises from the ashes to... Protect her generation, otherwise known as Gen Z. Girl, shut the fuck up. Please. 
Last but not least. Hey. It's a tweet. Like now. Um <laughs> but um last but not least, the last subject that I would like to talk now uh talk about tonight is um the closing of 2020. As we all know, we have a month and I would like to say half left within this wretched year. And a few of the things, I'm going to do a different episode on this, but a few of the things I've learned from this year is to really take time for myself away from social media. Social media will forever keep my people in cages, whether it be my generation whether it be my race, whether it be any of my communities that I fall into, it will forever keep my people in cages. You don't understand. You don't understand. The amount of stupidity, stupidity I, 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 I come across on a daily basis is... is intolerable. I can't do it anymore. My, I, I can't do it for myself anymore. If, if I want to thrive and be a normal human being, I, I just have to stop. It's not safe for me anymore. It's not safe for my mental psyche anymore. And I advise all of us just to throw in the towel, delete the couple apps, you know? And I know, I'm not going to lie and say that I'm like some... Saint, I'm not Mother Teresa. I, I re-download the apps here and there, you know. I do a little bit snoop peeking, you know. But um, but you just really have to take time for yourself because this year is ridiculous. And to be quite frank, I think it's going to get even more ridiculous because this man, Donald J. Trump, he's going out sad, but he's going out with a bang. B-A-N-G. A bang. I don't know what it is, but he's going out. And it's going to be big. It's going to be humongo. It's going to be humongo. Okay? Um, But yeah, I'm going to do... I have two more episodes planned about... I want to do the one... I want to do an episode, which would be the next episode... A Thanksgiving-inspired episode just to talk about things that I'm thankful for. Because with this episode, I'm I'm bashing things I hate in the world, things I find annoying. And with the next episode... Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, but I just want to go into the next episode, and I, 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 I want to be thankful if you really understand what I'm saying, I, I want to be thankful and I want to spread joy. I want to spread, spread, spread happiness, you know? I want to talk about things that bring me joy, things I'm thankful for, you know? I want to talk about what truly warms this heart besides some warm eggnog. If you don't like warm eggnog, get out. If you don't like eggnog, period, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Don't. Don't hit my phone. Don't expect a DM. 
Just don't talk to me. Just don't. Um, but yeah, I know I want to do that for the next episode, so probably expect that. And I want to get some viewers. I want to get some viewers on here and viewers, listeners. I want to get some listeners on here and I want to talk to you about what do you think? What what do you think you're thankful for? And I'll probably just do 25 since it's on the 25th. 25 things I'm grateful for and then five things from two viewers. So if I hit you up or maybe if you hit me up fast enough, <laughs> um, I'll holler at you and you'll be featured on this amazing podcast, which is rated five stars on um, Apple Podcast. I mean, I mean, I win. I win. You lose. Ha 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 ha. Oh, crap. It's like, no. But, um, and then the next episode for the end of the year, I want to recount with my age 16 things I learned in 2020 because that's the age I turned this year and I learned some things this year. I learned a lot of things this year and you might just have to tune in and wait for that episode because it is coming soon and literally the end of the year is next month, which is crazy. It's literally cuckoo, (laughs) literally bongo, (laughs) bongo. Um, I'm happy to get this year over with, honestly. I'm going to keep it at one hundo, one, one, one hundo that I feel like this year was better for me than last year. Um, I felt like 2019 um, didn't really do much for me. But this year helped a lot with, I guess, my own character de- um, development, honestly. So I'm always going to hate this year. You you hate years like this. But it's, it's one of those years that you're just going to have to look back on and be like, yeah, I grew. I grew from that. And I'm going to continue to keep on growing. But yeah, that's it for today's episode, which is, I don't know, today's date is the 13th. So uh, you'll be hearing this on the 15th on Sunday. So um, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, I hope you related to some of the things I talked about. I hope you heard me. I hope you learned something new. I hope you heard a new perspective. I hope you gained your own perspective on something. You might disagree with me. You might agree. But, um, but yeah, sincerely, I just want to say thank you for listening to the entire um, 46 minutes of this. So now 47. So um, thank you. I really, true, truly do appreciate you for listening to my podcast and supporting. Um, I love you and take care of yourself. Drink your water, whatever it may be that helps you with self-care. I know for me, self-care is um, just taking a break from things and watching old movies and sorting through old clothes that I don't need anymore. I know that's actually really therapeutic for me. Um, But yeah, take time for yourself. You deserve it, queen, king, anything in between. So, yeah, I love you. And thank you for listening to another installment of Thomas vs. the World. See you in two weeks. Mwah.